Hey everybody, it's your girl Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama by way of Glassboro, New Jersey, right? Check on BlastedRadio.com. What's up, y'all? How you doing? Hope you guys had a great week. Um, we have had a good week, a nice busy week. We have a um a new trip that we're launching. Um this this week it's our trip to uh Mexico. We're going to Nuevo Vallarta in November of um, 2022. And we're going to have our first Black expats in Panama. I'm sorry, my bad. Black expats in Mexico meetup. Yes, we have a company called Black Expats Worldwide. And the amazing work that we're doing in Panama will be spread throughout the world. Um, certain countries that we're interested in. And um, so we'll be launching that more and more as we go. And even in saying that, um, I have some very special guests with me today. And the guests that I have are actually the rest of Black Expats in Panama and ITA Global, or some of the team, um, the core members of the team. Um, some of you may or may not know that I um, we, we entered into partnership with ITA Global uh, Premier Destination management company award-winning destination management company and we have designed black expats in panama cultural relocation tours and just have continued to grow that business and serve our um, clients and consumers in a way that we just did not see coming so a lot of people you see me all the time you see me all the time i said fucking tired of seeing me all the time, they get tired of my loud, masculine voice all the time. And I wanted to give the other members of our team a chance to introduce themselves and for to give you an inside look at the collaboration of Black Expats in Panama and ITA Global and just how we came together and how we became known as the Dream Team Baby. So, I'm going to get these brothers on the line. And like I say, you know, I work with all men and I just love it, baby, because that makes me the queen. Whole lot of kings in the pack, but it's just one queen and that would be. So I just love I love that part. You know, what I do. who doesn't like being a queen? So I'm going to introduce you to um, just some of my my best friends and um, the people that help make Black Expats in Panama great. So hang on, let me get them on the line. Don't you go nowhere. This is Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama by way of Little Old Glass from New Jersey, right here. And here we are. Hello, gentlemen. It is just so good to have you on the show. I know this is gonna be one of my favorite discussions because you are like some of my favorite dudes. And um, so I told the audience a little bit about you, but I want you to just introduce yourselves um, to them. So let's start with Santiago. Hello, everyone. Uh, hi, Charlotte. Hey, team. Um, well, my name is Santiago Aguilar, uh, and I am the co-founder of ITA Global. And, you know, we started ITA Global about 10 years ago. And with the vision to to create experiences for people uh, in the in the countries we you know they would travel, and uh, we you know years later we got lucky uh, to go to Panama, and once in Panama, we discover an entire world of opportunities for our customers, and within that that's where you came in, Charlotte. You came in at the right place at the right time with the right attitude. And at the same time, we had the same synergy in our end. Mm -hmm. We were at the right place, right time, right attitude, very open to, to opportunities. And, uh, you know, that's how we ended up connecting. And the, the beauty about when we connected is that we had, we had, a same, we had the same vision, but came with completely different backgrounds, right. completely different experiences. But I think that that's what, that's what made us, you know, click. You know, made us click so we could understand the, I guess the diversity, you know, that we just like Panama, mm -hmm. we we are a very diverse team, mm -hmm. and I think that's where we our strength, you know, fill in, um, into place. You know, I manage primarily the, 
a lot of the internal operations of the company, but at the same time, I manage the design team, programming team, web, social media, and um, and I get to see a lot of the, um, <clears throat> anyways, a lot, a lot of the, just the ideas that evolve, just creating something like we have, you know, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a good process so far. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, thank you very much for that, Santiago. And now let's go to um, Chris DePew. Hello. Good morning, everybody here from Panama. Um, wow. It's, it's so tough to even begin because we have such a complex history. And um, for those that might know a little bit more about us, um, our story has evolved one uh, chapter after another each year with our understanding of different cultures. I think culture becomes an underlining word in our in our connection and our theme because it's it's what really gave us the love and joy of travel in the, in the early stages when we were just doing uh, travel with our friends. We were just uh, happy to entertain anyone who was willing to get on a plane and come visit us. You know, we were happy to serve them and service them and and um, show them things for their own experience, not to just rely on what someone else had said. So that was always a big underlining part of our magic um, when Santiago and I were, you know, driving the car and picking people up in the airport and smoking cigars in between and talking about you know, who was going to cook dinner. And then it was just a, a very hands on growing and learning experience for us. And like Santiago mentioned, and like you always talk about, Charlotte, the diversity and our ability to expand in internationally and through strategic partnerships has really flourished and, and thrived in Panama. And Panama kind of has a history of its own of people and cultures coming together in success. And so it's really cool to be creating our own success story here together um, in this great country of Panama. Yes, it is. And I like that. I like how you say strategic partnerships, because partnerships definitely have to be strategic. And then, thank you so much. So then um, I'd like to introduce Alfredo Gibbs Van Horn, which, you know, he will tell you, you all have heard way too much about him <laughs> already. <laughs> He'd be in public and be like, you Charlotte's husband. Like, I don't even know these people. Hey, Al, introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I'm Alfredo Gibbs Van Horn, like stated by my wife, my lovely wife. And I'm originally from Panama and I'll uh, be in New York. And, uh, and most of my background experience come from being retired from the Air Force 23 years and uh, the Building Development Division as a building official. And, and that's, that's my strength, customer service and uh, managing customers' expectations. I think um, it's been, when we, we formed Black Expect, I think it was a few years ago, if I'm not, if I'm correct, but then when we came and we created a partnership with ITA, at least, I think I was about a little bit over a year now. And that being a phenomenal, uh, a phenomenal experience where in the, in the theme forum, I noticed it, it went a lot more faster than 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 what is expected, and especially with it with it with it, Norman and Foreman, those two were the Foreman and the Storman were where the the team members are starting to know themselves and introduce themselves and 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 give the ideas, and then those two went usually don't have to happen the same in the same order, but those two went. Pretty fast, and we gel pretty good. And then when we came down to the Norman and Foreman, it's like it just happened instantly, and it's like seamless. Is is it was didn't require any guidelines or much. Everybody was independent. And then when we are joining, yeah, it was already gel into one team, and the trust. Mm -hmm. It was the biggest thing of all that with the team building because once you trust each other. The customer picked that up, and that's yeah. what it, and that's what it trusts us. And uh, and it's been it's been now we're family. The customers are family. We are family. 
mm-hmm. and we can't get rid of the customers every day. Once they're part of us, it's, it's, it's a lifetime machine. Just like family, you can't, can't get rid of them. Um, those are some really good points that you said, Norman, and what? Is it well, the team building? Is it Norman? Is it Foreman, Storming, Norman, Performing, and a Jordan? And it's five steps. And it doesn't uh-huh. have to. And, and uh-huh. it doesn't have to be, um, uh, uh, occur in that order, but and it can go back and forth because okay. team, so you're saying a lot. So you're saying that a lot of those things happen simultaneously with us, and that was a unique thing about this group. Well, mm-hmm. well, yes, some of those like the forming and the storming, it happened almost simultaneously at the same time, and mm-hmm. then we moved to the other instead of going to face to face, and the norming and the storming. The, the the norming and the performing mm-hmm. also happens as instead of two separate things, it happens as one and it just happens at and then adjoining is one everything's gel we, we start okay. using we the adjoining is where we start using the last project, make it better mm-hmm. and the social and especially due to the social marketing, social mm-hmm. media marketing tools that we have, it helps that we as you know, the whole team can 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 perform from from abroad and from you know from distance. Wherever. Yes, and that's and that is, I guess, that's another uh, testament to this group and being able to build the way that we have is the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, internet and and well, basically, everybody knows I'm Charlotte Van Horn, and um, the way that Black Expats in Panama was founded in the first place was because I was going to be a Black expat in Panama who was going to, who planned on doing sister locks when I got to Panama. And I knew that my client base would probably be a foreigner, you know. And so when you, so I started looking for Black expat anything, you know. Uh, and honestly, that was back in 2019 and I couldn't find it couldn't find it. And I, my primary source was Facebook. And I kept looking, I kept looking. And then finally, the Holy Spirit said, build it. And that's what I did. I just created a group. And when you talk about it, it's so funny, because I'm not really like business educated. You know, Alfredo has a lot of, you know, education and those kind of team building and stuff like that, where I am like completely organic. You know, I didn't even finish college. Um, with the things that I do. But I think what is so interesting is that for every every phase, it was just about us continuing to make steps, to take steps. And from in the beginning, when I actually met Chris first, for for those that don't know, the first trip I did to Panama was Sister Locked in Panama 2020. And I ended up um, meeting Chris and um, he put the logistics together for that trip for me, you know, and I told him, I said, you know, we traveling with a purpose of bringing, you know, and originally it was going to be like 30 women turned out to be like 42 people on the trip to Panama. And I want to introduce Panama to Sister Locks and introduce my Sister Lock clients to Panama. And it just, it just took on a life of itself. Mm -hmm. I think the great thing was that, and Chris and I always talk about how I like, you know, supporting, you know, Black business, and that's what I initially tried to do, and um, that just wasn't working out for me, and when I went public, I liked the way Chris approached me. He approached me, and it's like, again, just doing things that other people aren't doing, you know, so instead of sending me a, a, a written text, he left me a voice a voice message, and I'll never forget that because it put such a a more personal spin on it. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to just reading words. And that's how we ended up talking. I told him what um, my vision was. And basically that was all that I had to do. Um, I like the fact that he understood the assignment. And what he did was he, he, is a, he is a logistical genius when it comes to putting those kinds of things together and he um, really listened to what I was saying and he met every single criteria. You know, I mean, I'm sure it's not as much fun for him anymore that we work together that he don't get to surprise me with everything like he did. <laughs> <laughs> or he be trying to he be trying to surprise me sometime. 
But I think the wonderful thing about it was that it was just very organic. So because we had done that trip and it was very successful and everything, of course, I thought of ITA Global. And we had been talking about the Belize trip in the meantime, right? Mm -hmm. When Karen in the park, um, George Floyd, the political climate of the United States and COVID um, collided in May of 2020. That is when Black Expats in Panama took on a life of its own. And I reached out to Chris again and I said, you know, people are contacting me. The, the, the pages are blowing up and, you know, they want to know what's going on in Panama. You know, what's it like for Black people there? You know, because Black people started, you know, getting ready to flee. So anyway, um, talked about that. And then we just started, we had already had like some Afro-Panamanian tour guides in place. And we had some cultural things set up from the initial trip. Um, the, what we wanted to do different was I wanted to take people to Cologne, which everybody advised us against. And again, you know, talk about organic, moving in the spirit, not letting people tell you where you need to be and what you need to be doing. That is, I mean, our, or the day that we spent in Cologne uh, on our Black expats in Panama cultural relocation um, tour is famous now. You know, people are scheduling their vacations to Panama around our group events so that mm -hmm. they can join us on that day. So I just think that's kind of just some of the magic um, that this group um, together has had. I can remember... When we first started, um, you know, really working together because it was a lot to pull together, right? And we did it in the height of COVID. Mm-hmm. Other thing. But I remember can you remember the uh, five-hour phone calls? <laughs> Never going to forget. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we remember those. And the Sunday. Sunday. Oh. Uh, football hours. <laughs> but guess what like you touched on Al we were doing a new thing because we were doing something that no one else was doing you know we were tapping into a brand new market pretty much the person the black people that were black in the United States and we didn't really know each other mm -hmm. so you know and I can definitely remember you know bumping heads on some of those calls, but I think that overall, I'm just really proud as, you know, to, to where we have come. And um, so Chris, what do you think you learned most and what are like some of your thoughts about what we're doing here as um, Black Expats in Panama collaboration? Um, well, first I have to, you know, pay my huge amount of credit and respect to you for what you've been able to do because you know, we met at an interesting time where we already had a really good system that had been developed and we were refining it. And you just had given us a whole nother um, vision for what it can become. We've really created something that's scaling extremely fast where our, you know, our, our entire worlds have been hit upside the head trying to keep up with all of the uh, momentum that has been generated. But I think the reason that a lot of the success, apart from the enormous amount of influence that you've had over the, the demographic and the market of people who are, are coming, is also our history over the last maybe eight years. I was trying to think back of when was it the first time that we transitioned from just planning vacations for people to planning a themed trip, like with a, a themed program. And it, it takes me back to the first travel with a purpose really came, I believe, from um, cigars and rum uh, as a theme in, in Nicaragua with the Vixen. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a, a very successful trip that had drawn attention from some very high level uh, executives who were into lifestyle of cigars and fine rum and the experience to go to the, the farm and have access to in you know behind the scenes doors was very very special for them and we also had a program that was fitness related that was a really successful program mm -hmm. um and we've created programs around surf and they've all been successful programs that have replication once in a while 
But when you came into the mix, and I think it was a lot, like you said, the timing was just perfect. There's just this wave of people that are looking for something, and there isn't a lot of options. And our, our system that's been in place, combined with your narrative and how you're helping people to guide them hand by hand or step by step, holding their hand into Panama, it's an explosive combo. Mm-hmm. And so you've been able to take the, the model that we've had previously successful, but make it scale in a much faster rate to the point where, like you said, people are, uh, you know, anticipating these trips. They're, they're buying them for the following year. And um, it's amazing. It's amazing to have that type of, of growth in such a short time. Yeah. You know what? And I also I, I also remember when Chris told me about this, what was going on, I said, what? Because I remember the first time you came and you were trying to manage everything internally. So we were flexible. I said, you know what, Chris? Well, let, you know, if she wants to manage this her way, let's 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 do our thing. Let her do her thing. Let me just say this: Remember I didn't that? know y'all. I wasn't giving you my money. I was like, <laughs> this was like, well, we can manage all that for you. I'm like, nah, that's okay. I hold my own money. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> You're like, like okay, I go. But we were flexible. We've learned, we've learned to we play well with others. <laughs> we were flexible. No, but it was. I remember that, and Chris called me, and I said, you know what? It's fine. I mean. Let her do her thing, and we're going to do our thing. And at the end of the day, everything's going to work out. It's the same was thing. Was that right? unusual? It was, yeah, unusual. I mean, nobody really does that. But it was fine. <laughs> but to, point, to, 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 to add to that, uh, the reason Diane says she works, my wife works, very uh, organic, is, is if, if you look back and you notice that we have 9-11, uh, the financial collapse, COVID and all those wars in between. When we come to textbook um, guys, guidelines to follow for business and so forth, wasn't working it. Mm-hmm. Everything had to change because the, the financial uh, process just collapsed. Whatever they used to do in the past didn't work. So Cheyenne, by working differently and within her guts and and organically the way she does it it just it just took off it's just like a phenomenon zone us up and and the people needed some hope because there was something that didn't happen and and there's like well and she you guys was you know once you get you know with you guys who's flourishing where everybody was failing and we had so much success and especially in the tourism business there was nobody moving, and everybody was complaining and waiting for. Shan wasn't waiting for nobody. She was just kicking, and the opposite was <laughs> out. Boom! No, we're not doing that. We do this. We do that. And the people there, they focus on the confidence. Yeah. In her and in the team, we pick up on it and stuff. And um, and just because she cares, mm-hmm. her and 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 they felt safe. And you know, I always. I always tell people that um, people ask, how was COVID? And COVID, at the beginning, like anything, you know, you first panic for a few couple of days. But for us, it gave us room to breathe, to rethink, to strategize. And it was a good year for us because we yes. got yeah. we got to do, I mean, we got to do all of this. When yeah. the world was stopped, we kept going. Exactly. We kept, we kept Reorganize, we reorganized everything whenever nobody was doing anything. I think that's what helped us a lot. So we came, we came out of COVID strong, right? Because we we were we had that opportunity to just whoo, calm down and yeah. execute, you know, the ideas exactly, and brainstorming and come up with better, mm-hmm. you know, marketing and stuff. It was good. It was good. It was a blessing, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, it and, was a bright, it was a bright spot, a bright mm-hmm. spot. I think that. You know, and and I just can remember, you know, I'm like, you know, things are going really well. Took a lot of work, though. And the thing is, is that when you're building something new, I think that that's the other thing that made us strong is that none of us are afraid to work. You know what I mean? All of us understand that you got to put the work in. You know, there is no weakest link in this group. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody is bringing what they bring to the table. And, you know, like, for ex- for example, um, I think that, um, like, you know, Alfredo, uh, and then, then it was like how we fell into certain roles, too. Because mm-hmm. for me, you know, we were coming into this world with y'all, 
but this is not what we have been doing. And so it was like from all those hours on the phone, putting the trip together and to be honest, and I don't know that I really talk about this a lot, but um, to be honest, the other chance that we took that I know I didn't talk about a whole lot, eventually with Chris, I did start to talk about it, but not everybody wanted to work with Black people. That was my concern, right, Chris? I was like, well, you know, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised that if when you say, hey, listen, I got this group, Black expats in Panama, click them. <laughs> you know, don't be surprised when you get a dead tone. And I think a little bit of that happened, probably more than Chris has told me. But at the end of the day, I really feel that we and we persevered and the people that wanted to work with us are still on our team. You know, the people that started working with us, they are just like extended beat family members. And there are others who are like, can we get in? Hey everybody, it's your girl, Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama, and I'm coming to you today to make sure that you know about our new Black Expats in Panama community platform. That's right, our BEAT community platform, or BCP. That can be found at blackexpatsinpanama.net. Just click on that link that says, join the community. There you will find businesses, groups, as members, you'll be um, privy to events. You can have you can sell things with the classified um, section. You'll get exclusive information offering and interviews. You get discounts on Black Expats in Panama meetups and tours and ITA global um, events as well and so much more. So go over there, check out the membership, see which one is right for you, and let us know if you have any questions. Thank you. doing something new people don't know what to expect you know you know even even us we didn't know exactly how that was gonna go i'm really proud to say that we're sold out of 2002 tours i mm -hmm. mean it is august and we're sold out for the rest that's of crazy exactly <laughs> yeah we, yeah we think about that selling out and i think probably february and march for 2023 will be sold out soon you know, mm -hmm. they're really like picking up quickly. So, I mean, just from nothing, from dust, you know, to that. And then, so I think, can I just tell you what I think you guys, what I think, what magic I think you guys bring? Are you interested? Yes. Uh, yeah, let's let's see what you got. Okay. Okay. So, oh, yes. Prepárense. Prepárate. Well, um... I think that Alfredo, like, like even, you know, all the conversations that we've had, like you, you have this, this textbook thing going on, you know what I mean? You are very logistical when it comes to like, you know, educating yourself about certain things. And whereas I'm just like, let's, let's do it, you know? Um, so that, that there's value in that. The other thing is because of your project management, you see things that we miss, you know, um, because of your, let me tell you something, fire marshal bill, 
um, tendencies, you know, you help to keep our, our people safe. Now, initially, you were more involved on a daily basis, but then like you're retired and that really wasn't what, you know, you wanted to be doing. So I think that for you, you are, there is, when it comes to you, there is no customer service. For you, it's customer care. And I think that those are two different things. And so when you really spring into action is, you know, especially during the tours, you know, you're the one that thinks that first aid kits and, you know, don't put that there. It's going to block the, uh, <laughs> it's going to block the exit, you know, those kinds of things. And you are the person too, who makes the time to make our clients feel like they're the only person on the tour. You know, I don't know that I have the, that that is just your gift, you know, and, you know, you walk the ladies to restaurants, you walk them to the stores, you go to the store, you get things for them, you know, you, you just make sure that they're taken care of and it means a lot, you know, so there's just a lot of things that you bring to the table um, like that. And more than anything and more than anyone ever sees is your support of me, you know, because nobody knows, you know, what happens, you know, behind the scenes uh, with us, like in, like in between the fist fights, you know what I'm saying? So. Ready to warn. I got one. Still together. So I just thank you for what you bring. Santiago, um, you I think that you bring, and another thing, obviously, Alfredo, you are a, a black male Hispanic. And, and I think that the diversity <laughs> and you're Panamanian. So you also, you know, I mean, we've had conversations where Alfredo will, I'll be seeing something is not working the way that I wanted to do. And then he'll break some Panamanian history down to me. Like, well, you know, culturally, that's just not the way it happens here, you know? So there's value in that. When you're going into a country, I'm a new, I mean, I'm a new, uh, I'm a new Panamanian. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you being able, having grown up in Panama and knowing, you know, it's easy to go to Panama and see what's happening today, but having someone on your team who has walked and lived, you know, and, and was born and raised in Panama and know what led up to these things is value that not a lot of teams can say that they have. You know, so I appreciate that. Um, Santiago. Um, Santiago, I think that you're Chris's gang. Like, like yin, like, I don't know, you and you and Chris are like a yin, yin yang. And I think that you are um, very insightful. Um, you um, do an amazing um, job at just the whole um, putting things together and, you know, making them look nice and the, um, you know, the management of all the graphics. I don't know that everybody, if everyone knows, but every graphic that you see coming out, except for the homemade ones I make, and Chris will tell you that we didn't do that. <laughs> and Santiago, you know, manages all of that, you know, the logos, the amazing um, pictures and things like that, that you see. And I just think that you bring a different energy, you know, to the group. You're you're a, a Hispanic male. You're from um, Nicaragua. And I like working with you. And I can remember our first fight. You remember our first fight? Oh, uh, so yeah. I don't remember, but I'm well, sure there was. We, brainstorm we were brainstorming. I think, you know. Yeah, uh, we Obviously. was brainstorming all right. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> was a misunderstanding. That's a misunderstanding concept of what, it's what just, is that? It's just, it's just growing. It's yeah. Just growing, you know, and getting to know each other as family. Getting to know each other, yep. There was a storming and a norminous um, Be phase. Because you're, yeah. you're another one that you do. And, like, of course, I want to thank you because, you know, you, you manage giving out the checks, too. So, I, you know. <laughs> so I appreciate don't you. Give me too, don't give me that, man. I don't give me two That's my favorite. <laughs> <Not> you. <laughs> um, I appreciate what you do, and oh, I you, know that a lot of people don't see you. A lot of people don't see you, so I'm glad that they that they get to meet. So that's what I think. 
That's what I think. You want to say something about yeah, that? Yeah, you know, I, you know, it's crazy oh. because th these last few months, I really people call right because you know when somebody calls our number, our numbers rotate. Mm -hmm. you know, if somebody doesn't pick up, and when I pick it up, and I just talk to people. I mean, now it's just I, I loved hearing people's stories. Why do they want to go to Panama? It's so interesting to be able to, in a very calmly manner let them know this is who we are this is what we do i need you to you know you're going to be safe you're going to be okay we're going to help you through the entire process and within 30 seconds after you talk to them with a very calm voice they're like oh my god okay definitely want to book i want to go can you help me out and i think it's because we've done it so many times now that we can answer very confidently what we're yes. doing we know exactly what we're doing in panama that's what i tell people so they they feel comfortable and then you know Every time I tell them, so what is your name, Santiago? Ooh, Santiago, are you gonna be? Santiago? <laughs> <laughs> I say I may see you, I may or may not, but you know, it's interesting to hear that. Ooh, yeah, so it's, it's good. But I just love how people feel so comfortable, and you know, because the process, everything we do, it's it's that to take all the worries away, and yeah. when they land, they're taken care of. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's it's a whole process. And the more that we do it, the better we get at it. And like you said, the more that we do it and know we got you, you know, it's it just gets better and better. And um, I appreciate everything that you do. Thank you. And then, um, then there's... Can I add something to that? I can, can I add something to that? Sure, sure. Uh, with Santiago, what I like, to, especially when I see my team, and I, I, I don't get involved, but I read and I, and I listen to the arguments, when I said argument, argument. no, when I said argument, it's, it's, argument it's, now. <laughs> no, it's when I said argument, but it's just like you know, the, 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 making a case. Yeah, making yeah. a case. That's I didn't mean the argument. Yes, the way I, I, we, I, we I are, know. Like what well, we argue, but anyway, <laughs> uh, it's is that I've noticed that whenever Sandero comes in and says, "Man, I, I got a great design for you," and poop, and he pop it up again, it's like, I don't know about that. I think you missing this and that, this and that, that. I need to make. Discovery, you like, boom, next day, come up, hey, how about this? Oh, that's better, but you still miss it. And he would just go to the draft board and he will, he will not finish or stop <laughs> until he gets what he wants. Until we get it right. Until the team, until the team is, is, is pleased with, with what you get. And I want to say thank you. Oh, thank you for your patience. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> <laughs> it comes but with the territory. But that's because, you know, what I, you know, probably don't talk about as much is what I bring to the group. And what I bring to the group is that I, as a person, you know, what was so easy for me to build Locks Forever was because I was my own client. Every client that I had looked like me, they were around the same age as me, you know, and I know what I like. And so, I mean, that's half the battle. So I think one of the things growing in this niche that we have is catering to the African-American or Black population. And there are certain things that if you are, you know, a Black person, you're very sensitive to. And so mm -hmm. those are things that we are learning as a team. You know, remember when we first started, it was like finding, finding good images, um, stock photos of mm -hmm. Black people was like, wow. You know, and I'm explaining that black people don't like to see vacation ads and, and the only people that are on vacation are white. You know, yeah. a lot of people don't think about that, but that is the power of diversity. And and and, mo and most of the time, the designs are, are, are really good. It's just little things that we can tweak. And then, mm -hmm. he, then, you know, and then sometimes he just blows it out the box on the first try, like when we wanted to rebrand um, Sister Locks in in Panama, and I said, I don't know, I don't want to go through a bunch of rebanding right now, but I think we should do something more just like the sisters. And he was like, sisters in Panama. I was like, let's go, baby. <laughs> and I yeah. think that's, that's the other thing that is magical about us. There is no competition. Yeah. You know, when somebody has a good idea, we are just like, yes, honey, let's do let's it. Let's do it. That's so they right. Oh, well, I was thinking of this, or I was thinking of that, or you know, somebody jealous because they didn't come up with the idea. And that in itself, I'm telling you, we should never, ever take that for granted. We I agree. Mm -hmm. Take that for granted because it is a gift and a blessing that we have. 
Mm-hmm. So, Amen. Um, yeah, it true. really, it really is. I mean, just to be on, because you can say you're on the same team, but are you really? Um, and so then we have Chris, and I always call Chris the 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 logistical magician. You know, <laughs> I just think that he has a really good eye. He really does for seeing things and and getting things flow seamlessly. And like from the first time that, you know, you know, whatever, I'm sure, you know, he's saying, ah, that didn't go right, or that didn't go right. But nobody knows it because there's, it's never looks like that. Now, if it's a situation where something is not going right, I, for me, I address the elephant in the room. Look, guys, sorry. But for the most part, um, Chris, I really appreciate you doing that. And the other thing that I appreciate is that you make sure that you understand the assignment. You are special in that, you know, we, okay, we have had, we had our first white guest on the tours last tour. And sure enough, we have another one coming this tour, you know, as a, in a couple. And, you know, the thing about, you know, other people coming into a group like Black Expats in Panama Cultural Relocation Tour is that, we have to preserve the integrity of the group in the sense that this needs to be a comfortable space for Black people to really express what they're going through in the United States while they're making the choices that they're making now. And I can't have our guests feel no kind of way. So it won't be for everybody, but, but the thing is, you know, not all white people will be able to, you know, um, understand some of the conversations that we have. And not to say that we want to discriminate, but it's not designed for you. It's designed for us to be able to relate and connect on the things that we have in common and to help each other navigate our ancestors' wildest dreams, right? Uh-huh. One of the things that I admire most about Chris is that, you know, for you, they all have seen him already. He's this like, white guy from Arizona, you know, um, blonde hair, you know, blue eyed, and he's traipsing all around Panama, you know, Belize, wherever we roll, with all these black people. He's the only white guy there. You know, I mean, we have conversations and it never seems to phase him. You know, and I, that takes a lot. It does. I mean, I just don't even, you know, for you to be thinking, well, God, what are, what are these white folks thinking? Like, why well, stop with them? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you if you go through that, it's never obvious. And people feel very comfortable with you when they come on our tours. I think that you have made it your business and you and I have had some very, very deep, deep, deep cultural, ethnic, racial conversations that, and I think that you have done very well to understand, you know, what's what with us. Um, and I think that you did a very good job of, of respecting that. And I think that you handle yourself in a way that nobody's ever uncomfortable with you being there and everybody welcomes you being there. That's special, Chris. Mm-hmm. That is special. That's something your grandma I'm very proud of him, I'm sure. But, <laughs> I mean, really. And that's a recorded. And one last thing about Chris, and I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you um talk, is that you know, when when we started doing this, and I said you, I called you that day and I said, Chris, something is happening. You know, do you think that we could put together a relocation tour and you know, throw some of our cultural stuff in it too? And he was like, okay. And we started to work on that. And then I don't know that we really just plan at that moment to do it every month, right? I think we said, let's do it in May. We're going to do two in May uh, because it's Etnia Negra. And that was, we were planning this in 20, and we were planning this in 20 for 2021. And mm-hmm. then I think that just based on the, the interest that we were getting, we started adding on like another trip, another trip. Remember, we had individual links for yeah. each tour. In the beginning, right? yes. Yeah, right. And um, and then it was just like we need to schedule for next year too. And we're like, okay, now we're into something, you know, even different. 
But what I want to say to you is that I don't know, like I'm organic, like Alfredo said, and I don't know that I really could have seen the full, full potential of what we're doing without your influence because you recognized it right away and you said, let's work together. And I, so a lot of the, um, a lot of the successes that we've had, um, these amazing things that we're doing, the lives that we're changing, the things that we have, you know, going forward, kind of really all started with your saying, we should really do this. And I thank you for that. I, I mean, I will forever, you know, even if I get mad with you and never speak to you again, just know <laughs> that I will always be grateful to you for that, for, you know, believing in me, for believing in the vision, and for and for those five-hour phone calls on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Thank you. <laughs> you know, um, Charlotte, it's... I, I, I was taught in my young 20s leadership, and it was beat into my head as a lifestyle. And I took it upon myself with a, a core group of friends, Santiago being one of them. And those are still my pillars today. You know, we, we self-taught in, in leadership. And so when you learn leadership and you, you teach yourself that and you're on a personal develop, personal development mission of life, when someone comes along with leadership qualities, whether or not they realize where they're at in their leadership process, you know, someone like myself, I'm able to see that. And I saw that in you from the very beginning. And that was the reason why I felt that our scalable model could go faster with you behind the wheel um, than we've seen with other people where we had successful products that once in a while repeated themselves. But because of your leadership, this product and this program has been able to replicate itself at a velocity that's incredible. That's your gasoline that you're pushing in and it's, it's all you. It's, it's the magic that you really have brought and it's just really, really incredible. Um, and thank you so much for your, your comment and your compliment. Uh, it's extremely kind of you. And I think a lot of the backstory behind why I'm able to handle and interact and submerge myself with different cultures easily is because I'll, I'll never forget when I first went to Nicaragua with Santiago, I didn't speak Spanish. I didn't know Latin America. I was learning. Uh, I was very, very new. And at that moment, when I went to Nicaragua for the first time, I remember walking into a room and I felt like everybody was just staring at me. <laughs> and it was probably the most, I don't know, discriminated I've ever felt. And I thought it was negative looks i thought everyone wanted to kick my ass mm -hmm. it was uncomfortable and then i learned that there was a new culture that was curious about me they wanted to know about me mm -hmm. yes they wanted to know how much money i had yes they wanted to know how much money i had in my pocket yes they wanted to know if they could maybe get some but they weren't trying to rob <laughs> me of it they were looking for like maybe this guy has an opportunity maybe i could work for him it was mm -hmm. just incredible how welcoming a new culture was to me the odd guy and, you know, that experience initially was shocking. So I can relate. I can relate to someone who has that shock of why is someone looking at me weird or why, why, why is someone talking about me? And a lot of times what I've learned is it, it's not it's not a negative thing. It's a curiosity thing. And mm -hmm. curiosity is usually really, really good if you know how to portray yourself, if you know how to carry yourself, if you know how to give out good vibes. They come right back good. But if you give out negative vibes when you're a traveler, negative shit happens to you. And yes. so I think that that's a really important life lesson that happens to anybody that travels internationally outside of the, outside of their home country. They start to learn these principles and um, they go back different. They go back changed. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's exactly yeah. what happened, and that's you know I can say that for you know Chris. Uh, I remember a few years ago I went back to Nicaragua. He's like, let me show you your country, and I couldn't <laughs> believe how much more he knew. He just knew so much of so many people, and I just literally everywhere we went, everybody knew Chris. Everywhere we went, and up to this point, I mean, he's got a lot of friends in Nicaragua now, like, like lifelong friends. But yeah, it was just how interconnected, intertwined, and he got to learn 
he got to learn to be a tourist, and then he got to learn how to be in Nicaragua, as a Nicaraguan, with Nicaraguans. And so I think that's a lot of the value, you know, of, the, of why Chris is he's so diverse because of all the all the connections with different people. And at the same time, when you bring people from other countries, you learn from them. You also take something from them. So right. I think that has, all that has been part of this whole magic that is now happening. So let me let me just shift gears for a moment. Um, Al, was you going to say something? No, 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 no. Okay. Go ahead. Let me just shift gears for a moment because we don't have a lot of time left. But I do want um, to say that even as you know, just talking about the things that the things that we do, and you know, I mean, I those five hour calls built this business. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> we needed it. Because there were so many things that, and then once we got things kind of, you know, we got into our systems and our groove, you know, it wasn't as necessary, but still, I think it's still important for us to get together a lot. But mm -hmm. the other thing that came out of this, um, too, was Black Expats Worldwide. And Black Expats Worldwide, who, you know, many of you may not know about it at this point, but you will, you know, within the, ne the next year, Black Experts but Black Expats Worldwide is a collaboration between uh, Black Expats in Panama and um, ITA Global, where we will do, excuse me, some of the things that we're doing in Panama in other parts of the world. You know, we will, you know, travel with purpose. We will have the, you know, relocation things um, in there. We have, you know, countries um, earmarked already to start with that process. Um, we are launching our first um, actual Black Expats Worldwide event that's going to occur in Mexico um, and on November 11th, and we'll be releasing that information um, soon. Uh, would you guys like to say anything about the Black Expats Worldwide vision? Yeah, Chris. Um, you know, I... Uh... When we first started hearing you talk about black expats in Panama, um, the, the, the vision of that was just very, very laser focused, which is part of why it's, it's been explosive. Um, with our journey in tourism, going from a small startup tourism company into a more refined organization that deals with complex logistics, now we're, we're dealing with organizations have hundreds of people moving them in multiple buses where things get tricky um, but we've grown into that level you know now the the maturity of the company um, has really poised us for you know this growth and and this international expansion which ties perfectly with all these other people that want to travel to other parts of the world but they they want customer service they they want assistance um, when you go to new countries and cultures it's not the same as what you might be used to. So there's a, there's a little bit of a transition gap. You have, to, you have to get acquainted to how things work there. And in that transition, if you're used to getting good service in the United States and you step outside and it's not there, it might be really uncomfortable traveling and transitioning mm -hmm. and living abroad. So we really want to give people that cushion. And that's what our diverse team has allowed uh, travelers to get as a massive benefit because they get all of our collaboration of ideas, experiences, and perspectives into suggestive advice. And mm -hmm. it's just incredible that they get all of that just by buying a package with us. Mm -hmm. um, we should be charging for all that mm -hmm. stuff in consultations, but mm -hmm. it's just part of the service that we give to the people that, that choose to travel with us. And so the expansion of where we go next will be determined by, you know, the, the people where, where they want to go. But we'll bring the same customer service and logistics and quality and standards uh, as we continue to grow into new destinations. And, and the I, way I, that we... Mm -hmm, go ahead. Uh, finish yourself. No, I was just going to say, and the way that we basically decided that and started to grow that was, again, on Facebook. If you mm -hmm. go on Facebook and look for Black Expats in wherever... More than likely, it's our group. We have a very large group of Black expats in Mexico. Um, there's a lot of interest in Black expats in Cartagena. There's um, also interest in Medellin. Um, DR is coming up. Pe now people are starting to come to Curacao, Black expats in Curacao. And so 
you know, and and um, before you try it, we own a lot of those uh, <laughs> domains already too. But what we decided was, let's put it together, you know, as opposed to having like all of these places and we are developing the, the places and um, the countries deciding what countries to, to visit based on demand, you know? So we have some already established. Um, we're actually, we'll be in Colombia this year. We'll be in um, Mexico this year. Of course, we're um, in, um, in Panama. And we'll start to do more of the relocation piece as time goes on. So uh, I'm excited about Black Expats Worldwide, big time. Go ahead, Al. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, now, at, when it comes to the Black Expat um, Worldwide, I was intimidated. Mm -hmm. so I, was thinking, I was making a risk management assessment in some of these places. You were talking about Mexico, and then you were talking about Colombia. And I was like, wow. okay, some of, these, some of these places, I was making a risk assessment, and I was like, you know, we'll be up in the ground, on the ground. But, but now, Amadeus now, especially when they start seeing how Chris, mm -hmm. and you guys, and you, Charlotte, that I know people get confused every listen and say, I switch to Cheyenne, Charlotte, and Chai. Yeah. <laughs> I am all of the above. All of the above. But the, the, the thing is that, like the one in Mexico, we, we flew to Mexico, we met, you know, it's actually met a realtor, on, on, on hands and stuff. Mm -hmm. and, 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 but then, you know, there's one thing I get to confidence is, 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 is Santiago and Chris, you know, reaches in development. And they 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 do the research and they have the contacts. Like, and I call Chris was saying, what the transport. He called the biggest thing that was worried about in Mexico was the transportation logistics, mm -hmm. because that can be very tricky. Mm -hmm. You know, but Chris get their hands on all that stuff. So I'm at ease now with the situation, and I can now feel at ease for my for the clients because well, that's, that's my biggest concern yeah. is that I don't want nobody to get hurt. I don't want nobody. Yeah. To get hurt. Exactly. Nobody. So so Chris, make sure. Mm -hmm. It's been there, so we will make sure that. Yes, yes, and and that 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 is that is good and that is true. But the one thing too that I can say that we are very very blessed um, in this is that we have ITA Global on our team because their resources just seem infinite. In case you don't know, look looking for a jet plane, come at us! Come on, look, look, you want to you want to do some yacht stuff? You know, I mean, ITA Global is all over the world, you know, already right. boots on the ground in so many countries and they have so many resources and so many connections. And, you know, people start talking about, well, I could go there on my own. Well, you could, but then you could go with us and have a real experience. I mean, mm -hmm. something that is laid out for you, something that people know. Listen, when you have vendors that know, they don't want to upset you because you are good for that business and that you're bringing, you know, you're, you're helping them. Mm -mm. They have, so that is one of the things I really like about working with ITA Global as well. As a new person, you know, I mean, who knew I was gonna be in travel two years ago or whatever, but to be able to be a part of a team with, no matter what I've asked for, no matter what I've asked for, no matter what a client has asked for, ITA Global say, well, it might cost you, but it's available. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it's it's available. It's available. It's with credible vendors, you know, that have been vetted. And when you're traveling internationally, and the reason why y'all get so many calls from Black expats in Panama is because mainly it's an international thing. It's an international thing. You know, are people going to be speaking Spanish? You know, I don't know how this is going to go. You know, is this company for real? I don't want to just send my money. When you start talking international, people get a little nervous. And like I always say, this is kind of new for us. You know, the, the, the Black experience as far as the, the number of Black people that are moving to other countries. So I, you know, I am absolutely... I absolutely love being a part of this group. You make yeah, my life easy and you make me look good. <laughs> yeah, especially they're going into the detail of some, and I noticed with Chris and in other places, even in um, when we did the Belize, is that you go into the detail as far as into the restaurant. And when, whenever we recommend certain restaurants, 
you already made a research. You already eaten there. You already, you know, you already experienced the situation. And we're not going to see situation where you're going to be food sick. You know, get they food already know like how that. many people are coming oh, that yeah. are vegan, that have special diets. And that is the kind of service that that we that we represent as well. And so that's why all of this works so well together. And that's why we are the dream team, baby. Okay. <laughs> So is- I got to get ready to go. You know, we could kick it, kick it, kick it, because we can have a five-hour meeting if y'all want to. We can- <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got stuff to do. Um, I mean, really, but honestly, built this business on those five-hour meetings. We right. really did. We yes. set the foundation. We was doing a lot of new stuff, guys. And I just want to take a moment to say how proud I am of what we're doing and how Happy I am that we are positively affecting the lives of so many others. And like you say, Santiago, y'all know the calls that we get, the um, the notes that people send us and everything. That is like even on the hardest day when you say, you know what? We're doing the right thing. We're, We're doing gonna, the right thing. We're going to keep on doing it. We're going to keep on growing. And you can watch us, um, you know, to the world. Watch, watch, and, watch and learn, baby. And when I wore my shirts out and the people said, what's that? And I explained to them, they would, they would just stop what they're doing. Yeah. And it would take me an hour to two hours <laughs> and they don't want to let go. And it's like, I got to be part of that. You have to, I want to be part of that. And I said, well, you call Charlotte. So <laughs> the next practice, we need to come up with a, with a QR. Where I can yes, just, they can just I will say once once we're done here, I will mention our, uh, our also latest thing is um, the beat community platform, of course. Um, so I've been talking about that um, a lot, but that's something new and innovative. So just think about everything that we're doing is new. Everything that we're building is new and nobody else is doing and that that beat community platform. But it's a, an amazing way to stay connected to um, the things that are happening in Panama, get discounts on trips and services and find vetted vendors and misclassifieds. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just so much being groups, you know, private groups get special um, VIP services. So it, it th- again, that's something new that we're doing, too. And keep your eye on that, because in a year, we'll be having a celebration about how wonderful that is as well. Amen so, guys, I got to let you go. Thank um, you. But I thank you all so much for coming on the show and spending some time with me. And I just thank you, each and every one of you, for what you do and for putting up with me. Uh, thank you so much, Charlotte. Absolutely. We'll see you guys. Thank, hey, thank you, fellas. Have All a great right, one. we'll see you guys soon. All right. Okay. And there you have it. So you see, when you see like some of the other brains and and work behind Black Expats in Panama, I ain't as dope as you thought I was. <laughs> what am I? Um, I am really, really, really. I mean, we just don't be hyping each other up just to be doing it. It's for real, for real. I am so proud to be partnered with um, these gentlemen and to have just the blessing that they bring to this entire thing that we're doing. And it's always growing every single day. We get on calls and we just start, we just start throwing out perspectives and it's magical. It really is magical. And when I say there is no competition, there is no foolishness, there really isn't. Of course we disagree. We disagree on things at times, but even we learn in, in our disagreements and we keep it moving, you know. Um, it is the best uh, business relationship I've ever had. And then the other thing that we didn't talk about is that, you know, we're all entrepreneurs. And so it's like when you're an entrepreneur, you're just used to doing your thing, you know. Um, Santiago and Chris, they've been working together for a while. Al and I have always been partners, but not on like a day-to-day basis, you know, um, as far as day-to-day decisions and just, you know, all, you know, all the time um, doing the same things together. But I'll tell you this, um, it is teaching me how to, you know, sometimes you just got to yield. You have to yield 
you have to, as much as I'm secure in the things that I want to do and how I feel about things, I am totally open to new ideas and I am totally respectful of the gifts and talents that these brothers bring to um, the table, you know, so we're constantly learning and growing and it's just exciting and I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, just wanted to share some of us with you. So that's it. You know, of course, I've gone too long in my conversation again. So I'm going to get on out of here before I get myself in more trouble. But again, you want to stay, um, keep your eyes peeled for our Nuevo Vallarta trip. Um, it's going to be November 11th through the 14th, I believe. Um, and it's just going to be an amazing time in Mexico for those of you who are considering Mexico as a, um, a Blacksit location. For those of you who are there, who want to meet people, who are in the process of moving there, thinking about moving there, or just exploring. It's just going to be a dope time, baby. And you know it's going to be like all the rest of our stuff is going to sell out. So when you see it, hit the, um, hit the ground, pick it up. Um, so anyway, I love you. I love you. I love you. There's just nothing you can do about it. And today I'm going to leave you with um, Love Train by the OJs because it's about, you know, people all over the world join hands, baby. It's the Love Train. We are bringing the world together. We are bringing the world together. You know, we are living in a day and time where you know, uh, the internet had just allowed us so many opportunities to be global in the things that we do. And we're looking forward to going to other countries and spreading love. I love the fact that even with our diverse backgrounds, even as our team, it's like we, we love each other. We love each other. We're learning so much from each other. And guess what? Like I said, I love you. And there's just nothing you can do about it. This is your girl, Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama, by way of Glassboro, New Jersey, right here on BlackSitRadio.com. I'm out of here, y'all. I'll see you next time. Gracias. <laughs>